Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast with Darren Goff, Matt Pryor, Steve Harmison, Barry Wilkinson and myself, Neil Manthorpe. The first test is done and dusted. The West Indies went into day four needing ten wickets to win. Keaton Jennings, the first man to be dismissed this morning. Driven, caught! Holder takes the catch and second slip. Jennings has gone, Alzari Joseph's made the breakthrough, full wide and tempting. The England captain, Joe Root, was the fourth man out. Rory Burns, the, uh, the well, man to go for 84. Just Paul has got him and slipped. Root's gone back and across. Punching it through the offside, that was his intention. He's got an outside edge. And Darren Bravo takes the catch at slip and Joe Root holds his bat on his helmet. Cannot believe what he's done. The star of the day for the home side was off-spinner Roston Chase, who picked up eight for 60. Chase down the wicket, and it's all over. Roston Chase, Sam Curran comes charging at him. It's fired down the leg side, and Sam Curran is stumped by a yard and a half. Excellent work by Hope behind the timbers. England lose the first test in Barbados. Sam Curran had been positive the ball before. He tried to be positive again. And Roston Chase saw him coming, fired it down the leg side. And Roston Chase, the off spinner, has finished with an eight for eight for 60. England bowled out for 246. Party atmosphere, the tickets were reduced to just 15 Barbados dollars for the locals to come in and celebrate a memorable, memorable victory. And that they did. They're still outnumbered by the England supporters. But I tell you what, those who've taken advantage of the special offer, which is about £5 entry, have witnessed uh, a day to remember and a victory for West Indies cricket, which will rank amongst the greatest in terms of 
the, the size of the victory, 381 runs, but also by the unexpected nature of it. England arrived as the favourites and they've been absolutely humbled. It's a performance that uh, Darren Goff a few moments ago said was embarrassing. Well, it is an embarrassing performance. Um, you can give the West Indies enormous credit for the way they've played in this Test match. It's been really exciting to watch from them, seeing the the fast bowlers running in and charging in and bowling fast, seeing some of the batsmen play some shots. Jason Holder in sixes galore, which was a fantastic innings on his own ground, 202 not out. But England set 628 to win with two days to go. We expected a bit more fight. We didn't get it. It's been an embarrassing performance today to be dismissed for 246 when you are 56 for none overnight. It's just not good enough. And there's huge question marks to be asked about this England team and the selection moving forward into the next Test match. Questions for England, but celebrations for the West Indies. And uh, there have been a couple of false dawns over the last decade or so in which they've struggled to pick up results. They've struggled, they've been beaten more often than not. They've fallen down the World Test rankings. But this performance, if it can be built upon, has surely signaled the start of a new era. After four years of struggling as captain, Jason Holder has put in a personal performance that he'll never forget and his fellow Barbadians will never forget. A maiden double century, 202 not out, and he's led his team superbly. Who would have thought after the four-pronged pace attack blew England away for 77 that it would be an off-spinner doing the damage on day four? Ruston Chase, eight for 60. Best figures by uh, a West Indies spinner for uh, over half a century. Quite stunning performance. The players have been out in front of the Sir Garfield Sobers Pavilion, shaking hands, as is the tr tradition in uh, international cricket, in test cricket in particular. Every squad member congratulating the other on uh, a fine contest, although uh, was it, Steve Harmison? Was it a fine contest? I don't think it was, no. I think England were blown away. I thought they were blown away by some fire and West Indian power from the yesteryear. We've seen the greats go round, and we can talk all about how poorly England played, and we will in a moment. But the West Indian side are standing right in front of me at this moment in time. All 11 of them, hands in the air. They're, they are, you know, they're clapping. You know, the locals are clapping. The, the applause. They're also clapping the England fans because the England Barmy Army and the England fans have been respectful. They've, you know, they've applauded when people have gotten 100, and they deserve this applause. They've been magnificent throughout this Test match. Every single one of them, Royston Chase. There. He's just shown the, the ball and the stump um, to a cameraman. Jason Holder's got his hands in the air. They deserve this applause. False dawn, is it a false dawn? I hope not, because the West Indians cricket deserve this. England, well, England just haven't turned up. They turned up to the three W's ground less than, what, 10 days ago? And it was a, a meaningless two-day game here, two-day game there. I think something has to be looked in that, and you can make excuses whatever you want this is test cricket and when you turn up to test cricket if you do not turn up in the right mindset in the right preparation and the right desire to go and turn up and fight then I think you'll you'll come unstuck and for me they came unstuck they came unstuck I'm not going to knock their abilities they've got the abilities but I think I think that little bit of character that little bit of character that you need when your backs are against the wall I think that's what that's what really disappointed me as a former England cricketer and a fan watching this England cricket team. 
Barry Wilkinson's joined us, I'm delighted to say. And uh, it's, it, it has now finally happened. This thing that we saw unfolding for the last three days, it, the first day you were disappointed with the West Indies batting. Um, but, but for the next three days, it's been like a slowly evolving, perfect storm and a dream, dream test match and a landmark moment. It's unbelievable. I really tell you this is unbelievable because uh, for the West Indies to, to beat England who came here uh, so highly touted, I mean, it's still a long way to go in the series, but this is a fantastic start that should definitely give them confidence. If this doesn't give them any confidence to play an Antigua and solution, nothing will. But the manner in which every member, perhaps besides Darren Bravo perhaps, the manner in which every member of this team has stood up and uh, be counted is what really pleases most West Indian fans and the pundits. Now, Roston Chase, I think David Lloyd <laughs> said he's not Lance Gibbs, but Lance Gibbs, I don't think, ever took eight for 55 here. So he's done more than Lance Gibbs. He's really bowled well. I mean, despite the fact that he is not the, the greatest off spin in the world, I thought he bowled well today on, on this surface to get eight. Eight wickets is not one or two. And then you look at the double century by, by the, you know, the captain Jason Holder, the five-wicket haul by Kimar Roach, the pace and the variety offered today early on a pitch that was, was kind of flat by uh, Shannon Gabriel. The team did really well. Shane Dalrich, you know, lots of good performances and you have to feel heartened by this West Indies victory. But Barry, you know, when we talk about Ruston Chase, right, he's got eight, eight for 60 and congratulations to him. But let's be honest, man, I said it on air earlier, he is... <laughs> He's better, slightly better than a part-time spinner. He's averaged 48 as an off-spinner. To start calling him an out-and-out off-spinner, moving forward now, you'll have to say that. But eight for 60, brilliant bit of bowling, but some poor shots from England, really poor shots. Shots were poor, uh, but he's just got, gone over 50 wickets. Still has a long way to go, but I, thought he's, I think he's developing himself quite nicely. But yeah, he, he's just about part-time. Well, here he is. The great man has joined us, Roston Chase. Eight for 60. I'll just say it one more time just so to help it sink in. I'm not sure it has yet. Eight for 60. Well done. Yeah, it's a brilliant effort. Um, I felt good bowling. Been doing a lot of work with the um, new spin coach, um, Mustafa Ahmed. He's put a lot of confidence in me and I knew I had to do some work seeing that we played four quits and I was the main spinner. So it's a good feeling for me knowing that I was given the opportunity and I, and I took it. Mustak Ahmed has um, been with the team for, for quite a while now. What different has he taught you that you weren't learning before? Uh, well, we done some stuff on my action, just holding my action a bit longer. Also, I did some work with him and Roddy Eswit in um, shortening my delivery stride. That um, has given me a bit more consistency. So yeah, he's just instilled that belief in me and that confidence in me in my offspin. Told me that he's seen a lot in me. He, he's seen a lot of offspinners and he thinks I have what it takes to be a good offspinner at this level. Roston, I mean, how seriously do you take your bowling? I mean, you've been in the side mainly as a batsman. If you were going to play a what out and out spin, it would have been Warwickin. So, how seriously have you taken your off spinning previously? Uh, well, since the series in uh, Bangladesh, we had a, a serious team talk, a heart to heart, and the guys said that we need to work harder. And one of the uh, main topics was me working hard on my bowling. So, ever since I came back home from that Bangladesh tour, I've been working, as I said, with Roddy Eswick. I know that Mushi's back. I've been working hard um, with him as well, so I'm taking it very seriously from now on. Just a final word about the enormity of the victory. You've beaten England by 381 runs. You bowled them out for 77. This isn't just a win, is it? This is, this is huge. Yeah, this is a great start for us. As I said, um, we, 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 
we were always looking to win the series, but I just thought that we weren't really initially looking at that from the, from the beginning of the test match. We were just focusing on our processes and just playing it ball by ball, session by session, and trying to win the most sessions, and we came out victorious at, at the end. Pleased for Jason Holder, the captain? Yeah, I thought that it was a tremendous effort by him, seeing that we, we, we were in a bit of trouble um, with him and Shane at the crease, and England could have probably creeped back into the game, but I thought that they really took it away from England yesterday, and just want to congratulate him and Shane again. We call, we call our little um, click the engine room, and it's beautiful that um, all of us guys could perform in the same game. You deserve to celebrate tonight. Yeah, hopefully we have a, um, a nice celebration. I don't know if, if we'll go or we'll do it at the hotel, but the guys, the guys um, is a great team spirit that we have going on. So I just hope that we could come together tonight and celebrate everyone's uh, performances and the team performance. The second test uh, starts on Thursday. If you had to say to the curator what kind of strip would you like, what would that strip be, the wish for the Antigua test on Thursday? I would say do it the same as Kelsey Well done, Roston. Cheers, thanks for your time. Thanks a lot. Wow, what a performance. Uh, absolutely remarkable. Darren Goff, eight for 60. You can't call him a part-timer anymore. Well, you can't now, but before this game started, as he said, I think even he can't believe it's happened. He said in Bangladesh, he realised he had to work on his bowling. When you're averaging 48 as an off-spinner, in 26 tests, by the way, it's not like he's only played one or two. He's been playing test cricket for a while now. You've got to question it. But some of the shots today are just not acceptable. Some of the shots, Moeen Ali, where, where is he? What, what planet was he on to play that shot? Joe Root, one of the best players in the world, averages over 50, just guiding it to slip. You know, I mean, Ben Folks were unlucky. He actually middle one to short leg. I mean, that, that, that's unlucky. I mean, Josh Butler, you could see what he was trying to do. He's trying to change the momentum. But what a catch that was at mid-wicket. But he hit it in the air. If you hit it in the air, there's a chance you're going to get out. Yeah, Govy, look, the reality is it was gift after gift after gift after gift. And I think he is better than a part-time spinner, but he's certainly not a Murali or a Shane Warne or anything like that. I quite enjoyed the comment. He said, well, I'm going to take it seriously now. Um, he's just got eight for in a test match. <laughs> It's probably a good idea to to concentrate and focus on it a bit. I mean, I, I did I played a, or played a lot with Mushtaq Ahmed at, at Sussex, and and he was obviously around as a coach with the England cricket team. He is a fantastic bloke and a fantastic coach, um, but he's only been with the team a number of weeks, I think. So uh, he's had quite an effect uh, straight away. Um, but I, I I just looked at Joe Root walking down the stairs. Hopefully we'll speak to him soon, um, and he just looks absolutely devastated. I, I think England will be truly gutted with not just losing the test match but it's the manner uh, with which they lost that is is probably as upsetting three 381 run loss um we're just uh, looking at uh, at uh, roston chase he's just flattened his back you know what it actually is sinking in he he, he, had, he was a, he had a blank look on his face harmy when he came to talk to us and he's He's just walked away and he's seen all the cameras, he's just seen all the media commitments, he's just seen, I think, all of the hype and he's, I think he's just beginning to sort of think, what have I done? It's in Women's Weekly, that shot. Look at the shot he's laid down with a stump across him. I think it's in Women's Weekly next week, that. Yeah, it is, and he, to be fair, he deserves it. Darren, he deserves it. We can make all the jokes and all the like comments. He's. He's lying there on the outfield celebrating, got a ball in hand, stump in hand, and he's nice and relaxed. Joe Root standing in front of the cameras with a blank look on his face. A startled look on his face, and I think England have played in that manner. I think it's startled manner. I think they've been rabbit headlights 
throughout this, this whole afternoon. And where do you go from here? Do you go and say, read the riot act, throw things around the changing rooms, make sure that everybody understands and hears your voice, or do you try and put it to one side? I personally don't think England can put this to one side because it's the same old, same old with the baton. The same old, same old is happening with the baton. There's no magic one to change things. You know, they've only got one other spare batsman out here. So they've got to get the thinking caps on. They've got to get ready quickly for Antigua come Thursday. But England have got some serious, serious questions to ask about what they're going to do with that top three. Because for me, if that top three is not going to fire out here in the West Indies against a four-pronged pierce attack, reasonably pierced attack, what's it going to be like in the summer when they're playing in English conditions against a very, very good pierce attack against Australia on the pressure of the Ashes? So there's some serious questions for England to ask, or to answer. Well, actually, no, to ask themselves and then to answer. We we're just waiting for uh, Joe Root to come over and join us, and, uh, and Goffey's got a, a few questions for him. There's uh, no question about that. Um, there's always, it's a, that's a, it's a common refrain, Goffey, particularly when there's a heavy defeat in the first test match of a series, and it happens around the world. People say, don't panic, don't panic, it was a bad game. But the level with which England misread conditions and appeared to select the wrong team, it wouldn't be a great surprise, and we haven't seen the pitch in Antigua, obviously, so we can't, we can't you know, that, that'll play a big role. But there could be, there could be three changes, three or, or even four. Listen, this is a very difficult one, this, because I think England deserve to be criticised for the performance here in Barbados, but just, let's just remember, we've just won 3-0 England in Sri Lanka. They beat India last year on home soil. They've won eight of the last nine before this Test match. So... You've got to give them some praise. Yes, you could question the batsmen when we really need them to do the turn up. We've had individual performances throughout that period, which has probably rescued us in test matches throughout the last 12 months. But this performance here in Barbados, it's all, we weren't at the races. We've just been thrashed, absolutely thrashed in four days. Yeah, absolutely, Gothian. But I, look, I agree with you. This, this, this is... This team doesn't suddenly become terrible overnight or, or, or over the course of one test match. They haven't got it right. From the minute the team was selected, it, it was the wrong team. I think that we've spoken a lot about that. What I hope is that when they get on their plane and they get to Antigua, they have to put it behind. They have to put this test match behind them. England have put themselves under pressure. They're now 1-0 down in a three-match series. But when they get to Antigua, I just hope they, they pick the right team for that surface. Don't suddenly go, oh, we messed up with Broad, so we've got to get Broad in. If it's a a spinner-friendly surface when we turn up there, you pick the 11 that you believe is going to win the next test match. So they can't go over there with any preconceived ideas. But the first thing they need to... Joe Root, if I was England captain, I'd be going... He looks angry. He looked furious when he walked over here. The first thing I'd be doing, I'd be closing that door and I'd be having one of those honesty chats. When we were bowled out for 51 over here in 2019, uh, 2009, Harmy was there. Andrew Strauss called us in and we had one of those chats. What do we want to do with our cricket? What do we want to do and tell people what brand do we want to play? What do we want to show the travelling support as an England cricketer, what it means to you? To walk out in today against Rustin Chase and chip one to a fielder stood on the boundary waiting for that exact shot as Adil Rashid did. That for me, that is unacceptable. Where's your pride in playing for your country? Where's your pride in fighting? Okay, you might lose a test match, but make a statement. Don't just give it away. 
Yeah, uh, we talk about players playing in favourable conditions and picking the right team for the conditions, but if you're a, a, a spinner, and England had two of them, and you find that the pitch actually isn't helpful, you still need to bowl the ball in the right place, don't you? And you still need to bat well, and you, 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 it might not have been the right team. I think by general consensus it wasn't the right team to maximise chances in these conditions. But the truth is that individually, Harmi, you know, pick pick somebody out of the England team who you can say played well. Yeah, and, and I think it's smart cricket, manners. Smart cricket. I think that's as well as what Matty's saying. You, you, you're looking at being smart. You know, if the ball's not turning, well, how am I going to how am I going to be effective as a bowler? How do I affect this pitch in this game? Well, Trevor Bayliss has just uh, walked over towards us, but I think we're going to wait until after the presentation before we speak to uh, to Joe Root and uh, the England coach. I think actually Andrew McKenna is going to uh, have a, a chat to uh, Trevor Bayliss, and we'll be able to hear hear that uh, so probably tomorrow as a, a review of uh, the Test match um, for for Jason Holder and Barbados cricket. He's Goffey. Do you also get the impression from from Jason Holder's demeanour and everybody else that we've spoken to in this West Indies team that, you know, we talk about all the big names that are missing, you know, from Chris Gale to Andre Russell to uh, Dwayne Brava, all of those big, big name cricketers and people say, like, look, the West Indies would be a very different team if they were available and were playing test cricket. I think that, I think that bus has left the shelter, hasn't it? I mean, this, yeah, do you get the impression that this is a young, together, ego-free team? Absolutely. Um, we played an interview out yesterday with Stewie Law, who used to who used to coach the West Indies. And I'll tell you what, I thought he did a fantastic job as coach of the West Indies. He get, put some fight into this team. He gave youngsters and backed them youngsters to perform for the West Indies. Jason Holder, he backed as a captain, as a man, to lead this team forward. And to play in a series in Bangladesh, they got thrashed. But a lot of teams do get beat in Bangladesh. It's not easy conditions, especially when the ball's turning. They play to their strengths. But England coming here to the West Indies, for some reason we find it difficult. The preparation for this tour has not been ideal. They come onto a pitch that's got a bit of bounce, a bit of pacing at first innings. They're blown away for 77. So like I said, Matt said earlier, you can question the preparation, the build-up to this series. But... The way we collapsed in the second innings is more disheartening to me. You can get blown away by a pace attack, but to get bowled out by a non-spinning off-spinner, he gets eight for 60, and his previous best is five for 121. It's just not good. It's, it's not good enough. But West Indies moving forward, you've got to be excited if you're a cricket fan. We want West Indies to have a good side. We want to be competing against the best teams in the world. And this match has shown they've got some serious talent. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, and I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies. In the culinary capital of the Caribbean, there truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Yesterday, uh, Andrew Flintoff tweeted, the, the world's gone mad, England bowled out for 77 and Jason Holder scores a double hundred. What do you think he's going to tweet about Roston Chase taking eight for 60, Matt Pryor? <laughs> I've absolutely no idea. Um, but, you know, as, as I say, we, we're, it's, it's just it's disappointing for England. They, and, and Darren's exactly right. It's how, um, how they got out today how the team subsided after a good start as well we were saying that the openers the top three need to get a good start off if England have any chance they actually did that um, but unfortunately the collapse happened after that this time well Joe Root is uh, about to join us Darren Goff alongside me um, Joe um, I know that uh, you'll have to take this on the chin don't you that's part of being captain yeah absolutely um, tough week we've played well below par well below what we're capable of and what we have done of late um, but we've been in similar positions before. We've shown a lot of character, fight back and, and come back from things very quickly. And um, this is just another example of, um, of guys having to show that for the rest of this series. So um, we're a good side. We've won you know, eight out of the last ten test matches. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's not going to change. You know, we've got to make sure that we, we remember that and um, we take that into the next two games. Joe, the first innings, you can get blown away. It was excellent bowling from the West Indies in that uh, first innings of yours. All out for 77, some hostile fast bowling, some great discipline bowling. But you've got to be disappointed the way you collapsed today against the off-spin of Rushton Chase. Yeah, there's some poor dismissals in there. I think everyone um, is fully aware that that wasn't a good enough performance this afternoon. Um, and, you know, we have to be better than that. We, we know that playing... Uh, in that manner is, is not good enough at this level and we're a far better team than that so we've got two more opportunities out here to prove that we are a better side than that that we can come back from this quickly um, and you know we're more than capable of doing so so it's about dusting ourselves off taking this on the chin uh, and, and taking that you know that hurt into into the preparation for the next game and, and out there in the middle and, and proving a lot of people wrong now. Ruti I saw you I was watching you come down the stairs and you, you, look, you looked angry and, and rightly so. What, what's your message going to be to the team when you get back in the dressing room? My message will, is quite simple. We've, we've got two big games. Um, and as I've just said to you guys, uh, we've, we've played some really good cricket of late. 
it's very very easy to look in into into games like this too deeply um, of course it's important to learn and, and to take stuff out of this week but ultimately we've got to keep remembering where we've come as a team how much we've come forward in the last 12 months all of the good stuff that we did in Sri Lanka how we adapted to those conditions and managed to go on and, and make match winning scores with the bat and, and found ways of taking wickets on those surfaces and we've got to do the same here we've got to apply ourselves um, and you know individually take responsibility when we get opportunities to perform for your country out here. There's, a, there's been a lot said about the selection. Um, I'm sure you would have heard, heard about that. Uh, and hindsight is obviously a great thing. Would you have done anything differently at the beginning? Well, I think anyone looking at that surface it was a very difficult decision to make. And not, not, not a lot of guys knew exactly how, how it was going to play out, it was going to pan out. Um, and it certainly surprised me and, and, and us as a team. Um, you know, it's very easy after four days of cricket to, to say we, we'd have gone another way, but um, with the side we have, we still underperformed. And uh, I think that ultimately we've got to take responsibility for that. We've got to take that on the chin and accept that you know, we, we've, we have made a few important, big mistakes um, throughout this week and, and we have to be better. Joe, thank you very much for your time and uh, we'll see you in Antigua. And you put the brackets around this test match because it's only one, it doesn't take doesn't carry to the second no it doesn't absolutely um, and as I said we're it doesn't make us a bad side either and um, we've had a poor week um, and you know we'll be desperate to bounce back strong and, um, and show everyone how good a side we are see you in Antigua thanks cheers, cheers guys thanks Joe he's taken on the chin and you know he has he's got no choice he's not making any excuses he's uh, he's he's um, manning up as you can kind of have to do don't you as a, as a test captain yeah absolutely I, I, I remember back it was uh, what 2009 Ashes we got badly beaten by Australia Headingley and everyone was calling for heads to roll and it was all kicking off there's a lot of emotion around isn't it you can tell with us Harmison, Pryor, Goff we're all furious ex-England players sat up there it's all easy for us you need your captain to stand up and just go hang on a minute let's take a deep breath let's remain logical we haven't played well, be honest, you have to be honest, we haven't played well, we've underperformed, but we're not a bad team. And the players, most importantly, will want to see that. They will want to see that from their captain, that he's not panicking, that he's not getting emotional things about things, and he is staying very logical. Yeah, I've just spoke to Reg Dickinson, the, the security man, and we talk, you know, you go back a long way. And all these lads have got to do is just got, put the tin hats on, check whatever's coming into them because it's got to come for them it's got to come it's natural they haven't played well enough in this test match but they've got to still believe themselves that the reason why they're playing for England is because they're good cricketers they stick the chests out they get off the plane in Antigua and then they go into their preparation and prepare to win the test match to go and win the test match because if they go on a bunker now and they start taking the water in then they might as well go home so Matt's right the captain leads calms everything down and says you know the reason why you're playing for England is because you're a good cricketer. You've got to believe you're a good cricketer. You've got to execute you're a good cricketer. When we get to Antigua, we're going to get off that plane and we're going to believe we're going to make 1-1 in the series. Because if he doesn't give that and the players don't have that, like I said before, they might as well go on. Jason Holder is uh, heading towards us. He's uh, got a big smile on his face. He's just been uh, posing with uh, the number... 202 in front of him to uh, celebrate a landmark he'll never forget and he's right alongside us Jason congratulations I, I, we, we were almost at this point when we spoke to you yesterday but uh, here you now can finally celebrate the victory that looks looked like it was coming for the last three days 
Yeah, um, a really pleasing feeling, you know, to be at the end of this test match winning it. Uh, credit to the, to the boys, you know, we played a really good game. Um, I think everybody chipped in at some stage of the game, you know, our bodies put up a good, um, a decent first in his total. I think what was crucial at our first day is, you know, the time which we took out of the game, you know. I felt we left the ball really well up front and, you know, we got a really good start in both innings, which is something that we, we missed probably last few series. Uh, so yeah, credit to John and Craig for starting it off for us quite nicely and then obviously Kimar Roach came in quite nicely and got us um, early breakthroughs and then you know we were able to get stuck into the English. Do you know something, Jason? With the performance, it's been outstanding from day one, from winning the toss and choosing to bat, picking the right side, four seamers, and what they would call, it's your second spinner, Rushton Chase, if we're going to be honest, realistically, but it might be the first one now after eight for 60. But what part pleased you the most, besides your batting? Was it the bowling performance in the first innings, or actually today, when you knew you had two days to bowl them out, but I thought you, you boys stuck to it really, really well today? I think a key moment in the game was the first day's play. Um, obviously up front with Jimmy and, and obviously Brody and not Brody, um, Stokes and Curran. You know, on first day of a test match, the first day of a test series is always quite tough. You know, sometimes starting starting a series. And I felt John and Craig, you know, really left the ball quite um, quite well. You know, Jimmy and Stokes, you obviously try to challenge them a lot as well as Curran. And up front, it could anything could happen on that first morning, the first hour. You know, we were able to get past that quite nicely, and they set it up quite nicely for us. And then we had a partnership there with, with both Shane Rossum, which came which came uh, paid dividends for us in the very in the very end. You know, I felt the first display was crucial. Um, we got into the game. I don't think it's a situation where we were lagging behind, and then we were able to get some wickets quite quite early up front and get into the, the Englishman order. Six or seven of you, sort of a similar age, of a, a similar stage of your careers, all really pulling together. I mean, I know there are six Barbadians in the team as well, so you know each other very well indeed. But it's been a problem for West Indies cricket for decades, uh, coming together from different countries. Is the impression that we're getting right that this time you are all really close and, and, and you're leading and, and pulling everyone in the same direction? Yeah, we've got a really good vibe in the dressing room, you know, um, obviously quite a few Barbadians in the squad, um, but we all live as one, we all live as one. I must say that that's something that we've really spoken about within the dressing room and, and trying to, to be happy for one another's success and enjoying one another's company. Um, especially on away tours, I find it very, very important for us to come together even even more because, you know, we, we're obviously away from home, you know, it's just us on tour and it's just a matter for us to pull, pull on one another's strengths and weaknesses. Um, so yeah, credit to the boys for, for really getting stuck in with one another. Um, I think we are really living well as a team and you know, hopefully we can build our camaraderie as we, as we go on. And what about the brand of cricket? That's what's excited me about this West Indies side. You remember, I was born in 1970, I grew up watching a great West Indies side. Fast bowlers, batsmen who wanted to hit fours and sixes. And the brand of cricket you've played this week here in Barbados kind of is a flashback from that era. Is that the brand of cricket you want to play and bring the public back to watch West Indies cricket? Yeah, definitely something that sticks out. You know, we've, we've always played our, our cricket on good fast bowlers and obviously some aggressive batters as well. I think we've got a really good balance now. You know, we've got um, a speedster in Shannon. You know, we've got a steady bowling, Kimar and a young, youthful, exuberant talent as Azari. You know, so, you know, three good prospects there. And obviously our batters, you know, are coming into their own slowly but surely. We still need a little bit more consistency from them. Uh, as I said before, it's just one test match. We've got two to play. And it's just important that we just don't fall behind. Finally, um, it's back-to-back -back test matches, and uh, you'll be off to Antigua. In uh, but please tell me you'll have time to fit in an appropriate celebration. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll probably you know celebrate it tonight. Yeah, but as I said, you know, it's just one game. You know, we need to we need to stay very focused, and you know we, we need to come and repeat this performance. I know the English aren't, aren't going to lay, lay flat and, and play dead. You know, it's a matter for them to come back and, and bounce back quite nicely, and they've shown that in the past that they can do it. 
um, an exceptional side and we expect a really good contest in Antigua. Well done, you've made everyone very proud. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Excellent. Well, uh, brilliant uh, performance and Goffia, that point that you made there has put, if it's putting a smile on our faces, and it, and it has, and I was born only a little bit before you, so I have all the same memories, but imagine the, the size of the smile it's putting on the nation of Barbados and West Indies cricket. Well, that's what excited me, the brand of cricket that West Indies have played this week. It's been outstanding. I've enjoyed it, you've enjoyed it, and I'm sure the two men to my left, Matt Pryor and Steve Armisen, a quick word on the way West Indies, the brand of cricket, uh, Matt and Steve, the way they've played this week has been outstanding. Fast bowling, we've even had a spinner in there, and some of the fours and sixes we've seen have been brilliant. Yeah, it's been great. It's going back to the old school West Indian cricket, isn't it? Chin music, fast bowlers tearing in, attacking batting as well, and they've really put, put England to the sword. I think England looked shocked, quite frankly, with the, the fast bowling in the first innings and then dealing with the spin in, in the second innings. Um, and, and, of course, we've spoken about how they'll be hurting. But West Indian cricket, we said, didn't we, a couple of, a couple of evenings ago, or be, I think it may have even been before this first test, the best thing for this series would be West Indies winning the first test, going 1-0 up, because this series is now alive. Everyone's saying England's going to win 3-0. I was one of them. We've got it horribly wrong. In, uh, West Indies have won this test match, go 1-0 up, and it's, they've won it so convincingly. That's the, that's the frightening thing. England, they've got a lot of work to do, but they have to come back in Antigua. I agree, and it's uh, it's. It was another one, three nil. You know, you think it is going to be three. I don't think England thought the West Indies were that good, but hey, the West Indies were fantastic, absolutely brilliant. You said at one point, I think you said it was a benefit match the way Jason Holder was playing. That was back to the 80s, and uh, not put pressure on this young West Indies side. They're a breath of fresh air. They could go to Antigua and do exactly what England have done here and get and get get beat comfortably and go in the last test and get beat comfortably and England win the series 2-1 but for the West Indies this test match should have set a benchmark for Jason Holder the coaching staff for this young side which look a together side to really take the next five years because they're a young side take the next year by storm in, in world cricket and look to get better and better and better with each series the world needs it the West People of the Caribbean islands need it. And I think England were just a little bit shell-shocked by how good individually West Indies were, but collectively as a unit. And West Indies deserve to win this test match. They were absolutely fantastic. So there you have it. The West Indies have won the first test match here at the Kensington Oval in Barbados by 381 runs, having set England the most unlikely of targets, 628 in 200 overs. And they've bowled England out for 246, having done so for just 77 in the first innings. And off-spinner Roston Chase has taken 8 for 60. England go 1-0 uh, down in the series before the two teams travel on Monday to Antigua for the second test match which uh, starts on Thursday thank you for your company you've uh, enjoyed bringing you what has been an absorbing albeit one-sided test match we look forward very very much to your company once again every single ball as always it goes in and bowls and Rory Burns clips it on the onside and Rory Burns has another Test match, 50. Fantastic shot, Rory. Keep going, son. Yeah. Driven, caught. Holder takes the catch and second slip. Jennings has gone. Alzari Joseph's made the breakthrough. As uh, Roston chases in again. Bowled in. Burns. Oh, what's happened? Just the ball out. He's got him and 
slip. Root's gone back and across. Joe Root holds his bat on his helmet. Cannot believe what he's done. He's really a part-time spinner, isn't he? A good part-time. A good part-time, but he's not an out-and-out in-the-side-to-ball spin. Oh, big appeal for leg before. Wicked up goes the finger. Whoops. Well, well, well. Darren Goss strikes. Part-timer. Well, I'd like to apologise. I've got a mockers on... Your fault, Goff. Chasing down balls to Butler. Yeah, yeah. Butler's driving in the air and he's caught spectacularly. Oh, that's a catch of the match. Undoubtedly there from John Campbell. That was special. Chased down the wicket and it's all over. Ruston Chase. Sam Curran comes charging at him. It's fired down the leg side and Sam Curran is stumped by a yard and a half. Excellent work by Hope behind the timbers. England lose the first test in Barbados. Sam Curran had been positive the ball before. He tried to be positive again. And Roston Chase saw him coming, fired it down the leg side. And Roston Chase, the off spinner, has finished with an eight for eight for 60. England bowled out for 246. They made 77 in the first innings, 246 in the second. And the West Indies lead the three-match Wisden Trophy series. Thanks to victory in the first test in Bridgetown by 381 runs. West Indian players are delighted. You can see them high-fiving, shaking hands, and rightly so. They should be. They played a fantastic test match. There have been some incredible performances. Jason Holder, double hundred, was spectacular. But Roston Chase, eight wicket for 60 runs. That is right up there with all the the best performances in this test match. England have to be disappointed. There is no doubt about it. They have been well beaten by this West Indian team. And all he can say is congratulations to Jason Holder and the West Indies. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. 
Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.